ever prayed to see a miracle of God? You just saw one. <laughs> I, I don't think she's done that since I've been pastor. <laughs> so thank you so much. Well, um, it's about time for us to, to leave, but I want you to have a sense of gratefulness and thankfulness for the ministry of this church. It's more than just we gather, we sing, we pray, we listen, we leave. Uh, this church touches a lot of lives. In fact, the ministries you've heard from today, we don't have time to do all of those, but uh, we identified about 30, about 30. And um, I want you to be involved. I don't want you to be, and I mean this in a good way, not the carnal way, but I want you to be proud of what your church does. I want you to be thankful for what people do. I want you to be an encourager for people because we're all human and none of us do anything perfectly well. We all are learning and we're growing. Sometimes we stumble. Sometimes we uh, take on something that we say, I know God wants me to do this, but I don't know how. And uh, there are some times when we try to ride a bicycle when we really ought to be on a tricycle. And uh, we ought to have training wheels, and we take them off too soon, and we stumble and fall. And what we don't want is for that to be a, well, I knew that wouldn't work, and I knew they couldn't do that. But for our body to be transformed into the people that when the bike falls, we rush over, and we help them with their skin knees. Please don't put that red stuff on our skin knees, though. If you're my age, you know what I'm talking about, right? That hurts. But to bandage, to help, to instruct, to run along beside, whatever we have to do until we become proficient at all of these things. Because if we're not careful, we say, well, I can't do this like a professional, so I won't do it at all. We're not asking for professionals. We're asking, in fact, professionals get in the way a lot of times. Their ego is too big, their expectations are way too high, they're critical and all of that. You know what the great thing is? When you take just an average person, how many average people are in the room today? Say amen. When average people, ordinary people, in the hands of an extraordinary God, do things that are far above and beyond what we ever thought we could do. David had no expectation in and of himself of killing a giant. And that's why he said to Goliath, You come before me with a spear and a sword, but I come before you in the name of the Lord of hosts. Okay, that does it. And that's the way we approach any ministry that we have. I want to uh, read some verses. I've got them on the screen because there are some people who think that uh, some of this might be kind of like crowing or carnal, or anything like that. But it's really not. It's for the glory of God. And I want to make this statement before I read these verses. You can tell a lot about a person by what he is thankful for. And we live in a generation that's not thankful for very much. Everybody thinks they're entitled to things. We need to recapture thankfulness. And I think that starts right here. Thankful for people who work in the nursery. Thankful for people who provide meals at funerals. Thankful for people who go back in a prayer room every week and they pray for me while I am preaching. And you can volunteer for that. And I'm thankful for Miss Nina who uh, schedules that and keeps that going. Those kind of things, the little things, the behind the scene things matter a lot. And we need to be thankful for our church and for people who work in it. Uh, I looked up some verses where Paul just expressed thanks, and I'll just read them. 
2 Thessalonians 1, 3, We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting, because your faith grows exceedingly, and the love of every one of you all abounds toward each other. May God make that true. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 3, I thank God, whom I serve with a clear conscience, the way my forefathers did, as I constantly remember you in my prayers night and day. Romans chapter 1, verse 8. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all, because your faith is being proclaimed throughout the whole world. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4. I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God which was given you in Christ Jesus. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 9. For what thanks can we render to God for you in return for all the joy with which we rejoice before our God on your account? And in Philippians chapter 1, verse 3, it says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ, just as it is right for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my chains and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, you all are partakers with me of grace. For God is my witness how greatly I long for you all with the affection of Jesus Christ. And this I pray that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and in all discernment that you may approve the things that are excellent that you may be sincere and without offense until the day of Christ being filled with all the fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ to the glory and the praise of God. Do you get the idea that Paul's heart was to exalt Jesus Christ, to equip saints, to evangelize the lost, and he was constantly engaged with people even as he writes these verses. Thankfulness, remembrance, all of that. Let me just tell you what I learned from those verses. Are you a thankful person? Well, if you are, this is kind of a checklist. If you are, you'll remember. If you can walk away and just forget, oh, I didn't know they did that, or oh, I forgot about that, or it's not on your heart, you're not really a thankful person. Secondly, if you're thankful, you will pray for those people, and you'll do it with joy. Not the complaints, not the burdens, not, oh, Lord, why can't they get it right? You know well enough to know they can't get it right apart from the grace of God. But it's a joy to know that anybody wants to do anything in the church when you think about who we are as redeemed sinners, right? And yet that's what we ought to do because we're a body and we're a family and we have a great mission. Thirdly, are you thankful? Well, if you are, you'll rejoice in their faithfulness and in their successes. 
You won't be jealous. You won't compete or anything like that. You'll be happy that God is blessing somebody. Because every time you see God blessing somebody or something that they do, instead of pouting, why isn't God blessing me? That's what babies do. But if you're glad that God is blessing them, you'll have hope. Because you know if God can bless them, he can bless you. And it's just a matter of time, right? Uh, Let's see. Fourthly, you will also consider them a partner and not a competition. We're in this together. It's for the glory of God. We are chosen by Him, gifted by Him, and talents and experiences are added into all of that so that we can work together in harmony. And number five, you will support even when they suffer. Because there are hard times. You're going to see people that are struggling to get enough people to work in a certain place. Or struggling to get a certain thing taken care of. Struggling to reach a goal. Well, you'll support them when they suffer. Number six, you will want to be involved uh, in their spiritual growth. Paul was concerned about these people, not just that they work, but that they grow while they're working, that they learn while they're working, that they are increasing while they're working in their own personal walk with God. The ministries of the church were never designed to drain you. They're designed to enhance you and to press you to be more than you normally would be by the work of the Spirit of God, by the work of the Word of God, by the grace of God, through the blood of the Lord Jesus. And then also notice that if you're thankful, you will want their influence to spread for God's glory. You never want things just to stay the same or to be contained. You want the Sunday school to grow, even if you're not a Sunday school teacher. So you invite people. You want the church to do well, and you want the music program to prosper, even if you're not necessarily a singer or an instrumentalist. You want prayer to increase. You want soul winning to increase. You want the budget to increase. You want all of this to happen, and you want unity among the saints, and you want ministry to go out of the walls of the church, and you want it to expand. How do we want it to expand? Well, I think we're doing about all that we can do. Well, then we failed. Because we want this ministry of our church to always be more than we're able to do because it's not dependent upon us or our ability. We want it to be the Lord that gets the glory. So when someone says, how do you do this? Oh, we have a lot of talented people and a lot of willing people. That gives glory to us. I hope we're like that, but I hope we rise above that to say the only way we function and the only way we're able to do this is the work of the Holy Spirit within us for the glory of Jesus Christ. And then to be like the old song says, He could never ask too much of me. May we be so Jesus-focused, so cross-focused, that anything we do, we understand. This is not to inconvenience us. It's not to annoy us. It's not because God doesn't want us to have a good time. It's because God is asking us to join with him and share with him as co-laborers, Paul said, with God. That's amazing. And in his strength and in his power, more will be done than we could ever hope to do. And all of that brings glory and honor to the Lord Jesus Christ. So I hope this encourages you today. And I hope you are thankful for people 
that volunteer in our various ministries. I hope this also inspires you to think of some things maybe that we could do and do better that we're not doing now. Maybe it's something we've never thought of. And to be honest, if you come up and say, you know, I've got this on my heart and you lay something out before us, our first thing is probably going to be, you got to be kidding. But give us a chance because we start thinking and we go, you know what? This may be of God. Let's find out a way to do it. And it may not happen as quickly as you want it to happen or exactly the way you want to. But if God's in it, we'll find a way to do it. And people will be involved. And Christ will be glorified and honored. And I believe that the church will grow. But today, to all of you who work in our ministries, I just want to say from your pastor, thank you. Thank you. And I think the church congregation thanks you as well. Am I right about that? Thank you. Thank you. Let's stand together. And I would like for all of us, if you're able, just to come up here to the altar and let's just give a word of thanks. And tonight we'll meet in here and then uh, just to sing and have a word of prayer and then we'll go eat and you can personally thank people. The tables are back there. If you've got interest, you can come and sign up. So come on, let's gather at the altar before we go and let's just say thanks to the Lord. He's given us some tremendous people. And on behalf of your pastor, elders, and deacons, we just want to say thank you and may your tribe increase. Saved to serve. That's who we are. Saved to serve. Okay. As long as we have been Graceway Baptist Church, we've always been a church with a large staff of volunteers. When we were doing upward basketball all those Saturdays, remember that, some of you? A lot of work, took a lot of people. There were large, large churches that would come and watch what we do, and on more than one occasion they would say, I don't know how you do this. Because our church is triple your size and we couldn't pull this off. It's because that's been in the heart and the DNA of our church from the beginning. And we always want to be those kind of people. Surrendered, serving, singing, all of those kind of things. It all makes a difference. So let's pray together, okay? Lord, as we dismiss this morning, I hope that every church member has a heart that is swelling with gratefulness and thankfulness for the things that we are able to do. Lord, we uh, don't have as many people as we want to have. We don't have the budget that we would like to have. We wish we had unlimited resources. But then again, we back up and we say we have Jesus. And Jesus is enough. The word of God is sufficient. Now, Lord, may we be cooperative with the Word of God, the plan of God, the Spirit of God, to exalt Jesus Christ, to equip saints, making disciples, to evangelize the lost, taking the gospel anywhere and everywhere, and sharing it with both our lips and our life, and to not be afraid to engage our culture, to engage other people, whether they're in the church or out of the church. We have something through the grace of God that we can pour into the life of another person.
person. Let us never be selfish. Let us never withhold. Let us never pull back. May we seek to be more involved and more engaged than ever before. But Father, in the midst of all of that, I want to say thank you for everybody who leads a ministry. Protect them and bless them. For people that are going to be coming into ministry, I think about our ordination of Isaac in just a few weeks and our ordination of new deacons in just a few weeks. I think about people and needs that we have, people that are supposed to step up and step into a place. And maybe they don't want to right now, but oh, Holy Spirit, would you... Cause them to become willing. Psalm 110 verse 3 says, Your people will be willing in the day of your power. May this be the day of your power. For new ministries to fill in gaps in old ministries. And for all of it to be done for your glory and for your honor. And then Lord, thank you for saving us. And thank you for putting us in this church. Thank you, Lord, for giving us places to serve. And thank you, Father, for all of the people that do serve. We're overwhelmed. And we're so very grateful. And that gratefulness goes back to you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. And all God's people said, amen. Amen.